A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Waffle gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Nesh Dim, who says, I, 25 male, went to serve in the military for one month and came back to find my girlfriend, 24 female, had changed. Hello, Reddit. Me and my girlfriend have been dating for two years. I was planning to propose in the next three months and was extremely sure that she was going to say yes as we've been planning our lives together. She was hinting that I should propose by sending me cheeky, very cheeky, proposal posts, signaling that she wants an engagement ring on her finger. And she sometimes would say, when we get married. We lived together. Admittedly, we started fast and we rushed into things. We started living together a month into our relationship. We've been living together ever since. She was always so loving with me. This is the best relationship I've ever had. She always made me feel loved, cared for, and, and even if she is somewhat selfish by nature, she always puts me first. And she loves me very much, and I love her very much. I've been the perfect boyfriend. I kept on taking her on dates, giving her gifts, helping her around the house, solving her problems, and giving her affection and care. We never fought, not even once. But then things changed. I had to go and serve in the military for a month. She dropped me off at the bus station, kissed me, hugged me, cried, said that she loves me and would miss me a lot, etc. While I was in the military, she sent me texts saying how much she misses me and she called me frequently, speaking in a loving manner. After about four days though, this stopped. During the month, we barely spoke and only when I called. She sent me 20 texts at least. When I came back, she came to welcome me. She was very distant. She didn't even seem happy that I was back. Everything felt off about her. We went back to our home and I asked what was wrong and why she was acting this way. We spoke about it for hours and she said that during my absence she realized that she had too much love and wanted to cool off a bit. She said we rushed into things and she wants me to move out as she was not ready for this kind of life where we lived together. She said that she wanted to live a little and not do everything together. She wanted to go on dates with me and experience the things we haven't experienced because we immediately moved in together. She wants to go out and have fun on her own too, and she wants the space for herself, her own order of things. She is studying medicine and she's in her last year, and she wants to focus more on that too. I said okay. I will move out, but I don't feel like this explains her being so distant. I asked if there was somebody else, and she said no. She said that she only wants to live her life like a 24-year-old and not a 30-year-old. I don't keep her from dressing the way she wants, or I don't get jealous when she goes out with friends. But I understand that me being there 24-7 can make her feel burnt out. She said she loves me and wants to keep working on the relationship, and everything will be better for us this way. But I feel kind of icky about this. I feel like our relationship is dying. 
everything changed so fast and she doesn't even say I love you back when I say it. I feel like there's a distance between us all the time. I got a house and I'm moving out tomorrow. I cancel my plans to propose and I'm ready to take it slow like she wants to. I feel like this can break us though. Can our relationship survive this? Why did this happen? What's the outlook? Thank you for everything, honestly. And of course, we do have an update in a moment. Now, we've covered a lot of posts in the past about being with someone for a certain amount of time and then the relationship falling apart because they don't feel like they've experienced their life by themselves enough. And whilst, you know, I may be wrong, I've been wrong God knows how many times in the past. <laughs> it just kind of felt to me in this one that you went away for this month and then she experienced some life by herself and and she pretty much just enjoyed it and wants more of that. Of course, and I imagine there's going to be comments below saying that she's found someone else, which, you know, is a possibility as well. I think the only advice can be here is that you either stick around and, and, and try to continue dating, sort of like at this distance thing that you're doing, or, or move on. I think personally, if it was me and I felt in this situation, it sort of given me the vibes that I would want to just move on from this. But of course, that's me. But Lying Tattooist says, whether there's someone else or not, she's making it clear she doesn't want to be with you. She's just trying to be nice about it by saying you can still work on it. Take the hints, move out and move on. It sucks for a two-year relationship to end, but life goes on. And I promise you, you will meet someone else even better at some point. Julie Goth says, a lot of people will assume it's somebody else. I don't. You guys have been together so long, she really hasn't had many freedoms of youth. She probably enjoyed having some time and space to herself. Move out, keep dating like she's requested if you want to. Wouldn't deep dive into feelings of animosity about this if you want it to work out. And there was a lot of comments saying, you know, it's gotta be someone else, blah, blah, blah. Queen Aphrodite says, holy shit, who hurt all of you? Doesn't mean she found someone else. It's very likely that she had time to reevaluate her choices and doesn't want what life would mean for her if she were with you. Med school is hard and time consuming. She may be thinking that she's missing out on her youth and is regretting it. She could be burnt out and having the relief of not having to be a girlfriend and uphold what that means when you all were apart. It could have really been a big relief of pressure for her. Relationships are hard work. Marriage is a whole other ball game that most people who are older aren't truly real ready for because very few people knows what it's really like to be a partner and uphold that kind of commitment to another person. Sounds like she's trying to relieve some pressure. Absence doesn't always make the heart grow fonder. Sometimes it holds up a clear mirror and allows us to see what it is that we really want at the time. And one more comment from Proud Complex who says, maybe she genuinely realized she was too codependent on you and didn't get a chance to mature into an independent adult. And in being able to function without you scared her. She enjoyed her freedom and having bed to herself and watching what she wants on TV. Having to cook for two people or clean up after two. Only having to worry about herself, it must have been a breath of fresh air. I certainly enjoyed less mess and not sharing the TV or bed when my partner used to go away for work. I enjoyed the piece too. Or she stopped getting that oxytocin hit when you left and she's just trying to break up with you and waiting until you have your own place. It was not awkward being in the same house together. The OP does update the post and says, First of all, thank you for your thoughtful comments meant a lot for me to see you coming to my support and providing valuable insights. She said I love you unprompted the evening of the day I made this post. I thought this was my go sign and started up a conversation about our relationship. It was a really good talk. 
She was honest and I could feel it. I'll be honest with you too. To address the obvious thought everyone had. I thought she could have cheated as well, but nothing like that happened. She's made it clear that she didn't cheat in a respectable, clear way and tone. And I am convinced she didn't. I trust this without any doubts now. Although all the comments about Jody made me laugh. I needed a good laugh. This being a soft breakup was my other concern. I asked her if she considered breaking up with me and she said the thought came into her mind, but that she didn't want to as she loves me and was sure that she would love the future we will have. She didn't want a life without me. I asked if me moving out will eventually lead to a breakup and she says she doesn't think it will, as she thinks it will only make her stronger. The problem was, as it turns out, that I went from being a happy person to someone who was worrying and depressed. She only realized this was the case when I was gone and I wasn't around to spread negativity anymore. She said that she fell in love with me because I was happy and eccentric. She mentioned that while I was doing things that a good boyfriend would do, she felt I was doing them out of duty and that I used to be very excited about buying her flowers, but lately when I came home with flowers, I didn't celebrate the small occasion with her. I just gave them to her and went to bed. I admit, I've been very sulky the past few months. I was always worrying about my career finances and not being able to accomplish my future goals. I'd already realized this when I was serving and worked through it myself. I think I'm in a better place now and she says she can see that I am. The solution to this was me moving out. My negative energy, I wasn't aware it was so contagious, wouldn't affect her anymore because it did and she already has a lot to worry about. She needs a positive attitude to stay strong and was making that harder. She also realized that we were too codependent on and too much in a routine. She helped me moving out would solve this also. I agree. We were both very independent people at the start, but then we got lost in love. I was always waiting for her to come home, and she was always waiting for me to do anything. This ordeal made life somehow stale. She realized that because I did so much for her, she became heavily dependent on me to solve her problems, making her feel weak and incapable. Because of this stance, she even had a hard time paying the bill, and this got to her. She missed her old self one with confidence and power. I realized that I lost myself too. I was a social person who commonly took the initiative to do something with a lot of flash and crash in my life. I lost that. I lost friends and I lost my active lifestyle. She wants to go out with friends and not include me in everything. She wants to not worry about the things she says while with friends because I might be uncomfortable with it. She wants to sometimes take long walks alone. She doesn't want to ask me every time she wants to buy something. She doesn't want to feel guilty when her day-to-day -day plans don't include me. A problem some of you may have big issues with. She admitted that she received flirtatious male attention when doing her internship at school. I wasn't surprised that she is very good looking and with a very feminine personality to boot. She says she would never cheat on me and didn't want to respond to anything. Never considered anyone else but me in her life, but she liked it. She enjoyed the ego boost and that made her feel guilty. Guilty that she could like such a thing while I was away facing hardship. I said it was normal to like attention from the opposite sex, especially when you are lonely. I appreciated that she immediately tried to shut down advances and stay committed and loyal to me. I don't think this will be a problem and she looked very relieved when I thought it wasn't a big deal. In the end, she said that she missed the old me, the one that was happy and excited about the little things. She said she loves me very much and that she's ready to continue the relationship we had before if I could get away from my sulky self finally. She tried to make me happy, but I was feeling bad for too long. Me regaining myself meant us regaining the amazing relationship we had. Us shedding away our codependence meant us having a stronger, more stable future where nothing like this happens again. 
After the talk, everything changed for the better. She looked so relieved and I gave her my word that I would try not to fall into the situation again. She hugged and kissed me and gave me a gift that she bought for me while I was away. I took her out to a nice place to drink and celebrate afterwards. I felt happy and encumberment for the first time in a long time. We had an amazing time and discussed many things. We came back home to have the most intimate amazing sex we had since the beginning of our relationship and stayed up all night cuddling and listening to music. So things are looking good for us right now. I thank all of you again for your support and especially the longer messages that were speaking from experience really helped me. I'm very happy we got over this and I'm very excited about the future. Thanks again, Reddit. Now, if I'm going to be totally honest on this one, I gotta say that update didn't make me feel particularly good. And I gotta say beforehand because, you know, I'm, I'm seeing a very, very small snippet of someone's life here. And I, th I think, you know, that should always be taken into account whenever we read these stories. I couldn't help but feel that OP was going through a particularly hard time. OP was, was struggling with themselves, maybe their mental health possibly. Whereas before, you know, they were positive and eccentric, they said, and, you know, maybe outgoing. And because you lost that, they were immediately willing to cut you off. And I can't help but feel what your future involves if that's the sort of relationship you're in. If you're not, you're not going to be supported by your partner and cut off. What does that mean for your futures? Life can be incredibly cruel with many, many ups and downs, smaller and larger things. I kind of just wonder what that means for OP's future with this person. Ah, I don't know. Maybe I'm going too far with that. But what do you guys make of this situation? How do you feel about the update? I really do hope things that work out well for them and, you know, that they can help each other through ups and downs, not just, you know, the outgoing eccentric stuff, but help them when they're down at the same time. But who knows? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. And our next story does have an update as well, but before we do get into it, I want to give you a couple of warnings. It does contain... Fertility shaming, verbal abuse, and emotional manipulation as well. So if you do want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below, although this is likely to be the last story in the video. It's from QuirkyBad7653 and says, Am I the arsehole for lying to my partner about having kids and laughing about it? So I recently became engaged to my 34 female partner, 35 male. We met on a dating app three years ago and hit it off from the start. Five years ago, I got my fallopian tubes removed. I've known I don't want to give birth since I was 15 years old and I've never changed my mind. I always said that if a child came into my life, I'd love it, but I'm not actively seeking that out. On my dating profile, it explicitly states, child-free and infertile, verbatim. At the beginning of our relationship, my now fiance regularly referenced other things I put in my profile, so had assumed he'd read that part and kids never really came up in other convos. Well, last night, he mentioned that I should consider stopping my birth control since now we're engaged. And given our ages, we should start trying for kids. I honestly thought he was joking and laughed. He got frustrated and asked me why I thought it was funny. 
I reminded him that the second line of my dating profile said I was ostensibly infertile. He was shocked and called me a liar. I happened to remember that I'd sent a screenshot of my dating profile to a friend for review around that time and pulled up the old convo with her to show him the time and date. That indeed it stated I was child free. I told him I had my tubes taken out so there was no chance of me getting pregnant without outside help. IVF is technically still an option but I don't want to put my body through that. He stormed out and his mum called me crying saying that I've ruined his life. His sister sent me a long message about how getting my tubes removed should be illegal and how I'm a monster for stringing my fiancé along. To be honest, his family never really liked me because they think I'm beneath him. A cousin told me it's because I'm fat. True, but I'm also pretty active. Regular walks with my dog, hiking, biking, swimming, paddleboarding, and a little snowshoeing, none of which my fiancé does with me, and a career woman in a male-dominated field. Plus, we share the household labor 50-50, and I make more money than he does. Because of this, I don't take what they say too seriously, and I'm starting to feel bad. His family believes I stole years of his life and ruined future chances of being a father by lying about my fertility status. He asked for space when he stormed out, so I haven't reached out to him. I do love him, but I'm starting to have serious second thoughts given his family's reactions. I realize now that we should have talked about this before, but am I the arsehole for how I handled the situation? So someone, the top comment on this one said info. How in the world did this never come up again in three years of dating? Do people not talk about having kids, future goals, etc.? Hoopy says, I never brought it up because I thought it was already established. We met on Tinder and it was the second line in my profile. Further down on my profile, I mentioned that I don't really like textures of tomatoes and he's brought it up a few times without me saying anything aside from it being on my profile. Plus our first date, he asked some good clarification questions about my profile, implying that he'd read it all. I guess I made the bad assumption that since he didn't bring it up, it wasn't an issue. King says, lol, not the arsehole. I mean, this probably should have been a conversation before you all got engaged, and I'm genuinely surprised it never came up again. If dude can't read and he was referencing other things on your profile, that's on him. Although this is probably going to end your relationship, just pointing out that this is probably a deal breaker for both of you, so it's probably a good idea to get your affairs in order. Next commenter says, not the arsehole, your profile stated it. Fine, he missed it. One of the most important things you talk about while dating is future together. If you share the same dreams, or at least if they are compatible, then the relationship moves along. If it is something important that will require the collaboration of your partner, you 100% talk about it. You don't necessarily bring up what you don't want, especially if not possible. So if he wanted children, it was on him to bring it on and not assume you're okay with it. That children conversation is critical and complex. If you want children, you don't only need to discuss if it is a shared dream. If so, then you have to discuss how many, how you're going to raise them, parenting approaches, distribution of responsibilities, education, the list goes on. There's not one conversation, but a series of. So he missed it in your profile. Then he went into the relationship assuming you wanted children and the same number as he wanted. And you share the same parenting principles. Opie responded to that and says, oh, wow. I hadn't even thought about all that. You're absolutely right. We talked about future, but mostly about careers and lifestyle goals, travel, housing, investment type stuff. He never mentioned kids or family goals, and I never really thought to bring it up. Hey, just a random thought. I don't want to or am capable of getting pregnant just for your information. Ugh. I feel really naive right now for not thinking about all this. Thanks for your insight. 
So OP did update the post and said, so my fiance came home this morning and I asked him if he wanted to talk. He said there was nothing left to talk about. I asked if he wanted the ring back and he got angry. I never seen him like this and tried to speak calmly to him, but he was just yelling about how I was giving up and wouldn't even talk to him. I reminded him that I'd asked if he wanted to talk and he said no, to which he responded that he didn't think I'd go all crazy over a disagreement. This was a huge wake-up call for me. I asked him why he'd never brought up kids beforehand and he said because he knew I would get all weird about it. I tried to get him to clarify, but he just kept saying he couldn't talk to me when I was like this. I swear I've never raised my voice and tried to speak calmly the entire time. I told him I can't have kids, nor do I want any. I don't want to give birth. It seemed like a deal breaker for him and his family. He said his family had nothing to do with this, and I asked him why he told him then. He said because he was hoping they'd talk sense into me. I told him I was ending the relationship and staying with my dad for the time being. This didn't go over well. I'm still kind of shaking. As I was leaving, I asked him how long he's wanted kids and he admitted he never thought about it, but he knew I didn't want any. But now that we're engaged, it wasn't just about me. He had a say in children. I told him I physically could not get pregnant without IVF and asked him how he expected that to work. He responded I didn't know what I was talking about. I left after that because I just didn't have the energy to try and convince him and I didn't want to further agitate him. When I told my dad everything, he was furious. Apparently, when my fiancé spoke to him about proposing, he did not ask permission. Both my dad and I opposed to that tradition, just basically letting my dad know his plans. My dad asked him if he was okay never having kids, as I'd had my tubes removed. My dad says he specifically brought up my surgery and the impossibility of natural pregnancy. My fiancé told my dad that it would always be my decision. I'm thankful this happened before we started any of the wedding planning, but it feels like I swallowed a boulder. I know I need to be more adamant in the future about my stance on kids, and I promise I will have these discussions with future partners openly and from the start. I blocked this family from messaging me after they added me to a group message and started throwing Bible verses at me and saying that I'm an effective woman for not wanting kids. I don't have the energy right now to be petty, so I just blocked them. My dad is going to help me move my stuff the next couple of days. I need to talk to the landlord and figure out the lease. I'm financially stable enough to pay most of the fees, I think, but I doubt my ex-fiance can afford the rent on his own. The only text I've received from him just said, you regret this. I don't believe this is meant as a threat, but I'm being cautious just in case. Thank you all for the feedback. It was helpful to understand where I went wrong. This was my first long-term relationship and I fucked up a lot of the communication but I know it's not just on me. I tend to be the kind of person that doesn't like to rehash things if I feel like we're on the same page. But with huge decisions like this, reiterating is necessary and people are allowed to change their minds, which means rehashing is necessary in a healthy relationship. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Maybe you have a completely different perspective on the matter let us know your thoughts down in the comments below as always now just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories your love your support your time always means the absolute world to me so thank you so much for getting involved thank you to the new members who's been signed up over on patreon and the youtube membership thank you to the, the super chats as well i keep seeing you and it keeps giving me like late notifications i had one that was from like a year ago the other day I'm so sorry if I'm replying to them like super late as well. I do apologize. It's just absolutely wild, these notifications at the moment. Thank you so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care.
and much love, your bloody cheeky so-and-sos. 